listening. Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marin, and you're listening to the No One Is Listening podcast, and I am pretty ripped, but I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm amongst Jesus friends. It is, a, it is a wild Thursday evening, uh, and I'm joined by two of my very good friends. Who are these handsome gentlemen oh, hi. sitting with me oh, you, right Chris, now? you sound really peppy today, so that's, that's a good thing, I guess, because, you know, we finally <laughs> have some energy out of you. Like, last time, you were uh, kind of in the you fog. You know, it's, uh, this is a different thing uh, today. Okay. I'll put it that All right, way. good. A different All thing right. Well, hi, everyone. This is Dave. Uh, it's so good to be back and, you know, talk to you guys. Yes, sir. Hey, this is Derek, and I'm uh, ripped on cold brew coffee. Uh <laughs> A little bit of a late night with my dogs, so <laughs> always fun. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So cold brew is good, man. It it gets me jazzed. It gets a it takes a lot to get me jazzed on cold brew. It's a Kirkland brand, so if Costco wants to, you know, drop us that follow. Oh, we're shooting for the Kirkland brand uh, sponsorship, are we now? Absolutely. Okay. Always <laughs> shoot your shot, baby. Uh, so hey, if you're new to no one is listening, welcome. Glad to have you. Happy to be here. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't done so already, especially if you're on Pocket Cast. You know we love Pocket Cast over here. <laughs> but bottom line is, if you want to follow us on social, you can hit us up at Noyle Podcast. Because I think today... <laughs> Sorry, boys. Oh, you Hey, motherfucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, we have a special guest, and we just heard our special guest, Furry Friend. So we're going to go ahead and just hang out for a minute. Uh, yeah, welcome so, to our dog cast. <laughs> welcome to the dog cast, always. Uh, so what's cool is no one can see what, if they're listening to right now. Um, oh, they're so small. Oh, but now we have I the dogs. Uh, oh. our, our special guest has uh, some pretty impressive stuff chilling in his background, which we're, we're going to talk about uh, in just a moment. But this is, uh, this is good, man. <laughs> no, it's great. I love this. I'm gonna need to name those uh, doggos. You're gonna need to name the doggos. Yeah. What are what are they called? <laughs> pain, pain in the ass. Lead oh, <laughs> my dog's name. So hey, my apologize. I have I have two Jack Russells and my groceries just got delivered, so they're going oh, freaking. Yeah. Oh, of course. Rightfully man. so. Yeah. Rightfully <laughs> so. They gotta you know hold it down, man. No, we're a dog friendly <laughs> podcast. That no one is listening. All great. So, it's all good, man. So with that being said, without further ado, you heard his voice already and you heard his beautiful dogs. Mr. Jay Bartlett, what's happening, dude? Oh, hello, gentlemen. Um, I'm very happy to be back in Ohio. It's been like 3,000 <laughs> years since I've been in Ohio. So here we are. Um, I know, man. Honestly, I've spent a lot of time there uh, shooting a lot of different things. And uh, it's, it's a small place, but... Every single dude I meet there is super friendly, and you guys seem to be very friendly so far. So, so yeah, far, so far. Things so can far. change. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been, been around uh, Ohioans during a football game. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But That's, what's crazy, Jay, yeah. is that geographically, if we looked at a globe, you would be directly north of all three of us uh, on this globe. You're only you know right across the lake, so it's pretty wild. Um, London, Ontario is beautiful. That's where you're currently at. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So it's about five hours from you guys uh, yeah. driving. Got to so, do the yeah. long loop. Um, I listen, man, I, I know you don't know me and that's cool, but I, uh, I love Canada and that's not just me saying that in jest. <laughs> these guys know it. Um, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I've applied for Canadian citizenship, uh, in years past. I I've spent a lot of years of my life in Canada. Um, so oh, wow. You know, the one thing that's driven me nuts is obviously coronavirus, and I haven't been able to go to Canada. I mean, dude, I got engaged in Toronto and a lot of big moments in my life, and I haven't been able to go, you know, in over a year. Yeah. So, you know, obviously our countries are vastly different with how we handled the response. We know it's like the Wild West chaos down here. Um, what's it like <laughs> being in Canada? Yeah, we're all just spitting on each other now. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I don't really uh, talk politics in any kind of open sure. forum. However, <laughs> I will say <laughs> since your leader has been removed and replaced, um, it seems that <laughs> Canada and the U S have now kind of switched because now Canada 
is being very irresponsible in protests okay. and that. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm like, really? We're yeah. so close to the end of this and now you're doing it. But like everything Canadian, we're always like eight months behind the US anyway. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's just funny. Rate. And now I know I have so many friends in uh, California and Florida and especially in California, it's almost like normal again. Yeah. Um, so you got, you guys have really killed it. So that's, that's awesome, man. And I'm super happy. So hopefully the borders are going to open up soon because uh, right. man, I don't think we've, we've ever seen anything like this, right? Where the border has been shut never. for never a year and three mm. months, right? Yeah. Yeah. A year and three months. And, uh, it's, it seemed like for me, it seemed like a lot longer. Cause when I go to Canada, you know, I go to there to relax, to feel good. Uh, I mean, I genuinely am, am envious of you, you know, your country, man. Like <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it is when I, everything that you said about the former leader and things here, like, yeah, man, like it's, it's kind of really nuts, but I'm sorry to hear that you're, you know, kind of dealing with that. Do you have access to vaccines yet? Do you guys have anything? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just got, I got my shot on Tuesday, my first one. Sweet. Um, and I, I was able to fly for a while. So that was really cool. Oh, good. And then I got like these really gnarly claws that only come out sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I've got some pretty like Superman meets Wolverine, but right. it only comes out. Like I can't like access it. It just starts to happen. So <laughs> I start to fly away. Just, you know, he'll be back again. Yeah. As long as you don't turn into the stockman fly, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's good to hear. Uh, I am only 75% pure right now. We have a, we have a vaccine in America that I get ribbed about often, but it's, it's, <laughs> 25% effective, man. I've been good for the hey, last three months. You'll be uh, fine. Doing okay. You're not an MVP like Dave and I. Oh, no, not, not an Avenger yet. Not. Uh, nope. So, uh, Jay, listen. I, I, so Dave introduced me to you via the internet because we've been doing these shows called Quarantine Quality Time. Normally, our format of our show is that there's one expert and two assholes where I introduce or Dave or Derek introduces a topic that w that's very passionate to us and we help educate the other two and have good conversation about it. But since COVID hit, we've been kind of just kicking it online, just talking about whatever. So we call it quarantine yeah. quality time. And yeah. we share a lot of things that we watch or you know, comics that we read or, or things that we pick up. And Dave turned me on to you... Uh, a few months ago, I mean, it was it was quite a while. Yeah, it, it was it was probably back in the summer, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to everything's a blur. For everything's the past a blur. Year, so. <laughs> uh, but but what really connected uh, for me, and and definitely you hit home on our show, and as us as humans, I mean, I think that you are just from what I've learned about you, you're on the same wavelength as us. And, uh, you know, I definitely share a lot of similar passions with you uh, in collecting and Star Wars, Nintendo. You know, the first thing I watched was Nintendo Quest. And I'm a, mm. all of us, I'll speak for every, we're all huge lovers of NES and, and yeah. just what you did. Man, your passion is, I could feel it, dude. Like it's, it's real, it's genuine. And it oh, made an geez, impact yeah. on me. Yeah, man, that's uh, it's really kind of you to say. Um, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm a child of the 80s. I was born in 75, mm. um, and I have my mom to thank for this because uh, my first memories were seeing Star Wars in the theater and Star Wars toys for Christmas, Easter, birthday, all that stuff. Um, but it didn't stop there. You know, she tried her best because my childhood was pretty messy, right? I'm sure everyone's is. Yeah. And yeah. she tried her best to make it better by just flooding me with toys. So my knowledge of toys all come from her. And basically because I had access to like everything. Yeah. Every, every series from the seventies and eighties I dabbled in. <clears throat> so uh, the NES uh, I mean, the NES wasn't my my first love. Mine was the twenty uh, six hundred. Yeah, that yeah. was my first system. Um, <laughs> I had that. <laughs> I was a poor yeah. kid, so I had that instead of a Nintendo. <laughs> well, I, I you know what I was I was um, I was one of the kids that didn't get the NES in uh, eighty five and eighty six. I got it a few years later, but we all had that buddy who had it, right? So every yeah, weekend, absolutely. I'm like, hey, yeah. hey, Darren, man, what are you doing this weekend? You want to <laughs> hang out? <laughs> Go down to his basement, play Super Mario and stuff. Um, but when Rob and I decided uh, when we were writing Nintendo Quest, um, and I say writing as in structuring the film because yeah, yeah. it's obviously it's real and all that. But um, mm -hmm. what system do we want to do? And we, you know, we're we're 
I'm a huge lover of obscure underdog systems from the 90s. So the first thing I wanted to do was the 3DO, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. The 3DO is my favorite game system of all time. You can laugh. That's okay, because a lot of people do. I love it so much. And he's like, are you kidding me? You want to sell this movie, right? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're like, what is the most iconic video game system in history? And it's the NES. And that's a fact, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, hands yeah. down. So that's what, that's what we went with. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great, uh, it's such a great premise. I mean, especially for collectors, whether you're an NES collector or just a collector at heart. Uh, I'm, I'm a lifelong collector like you, Jay. I, uh, mm. you know, I was, I basically was told by my great aunt, you know, she would take me to, we had stores, called, you know, Kmart's and Hills and Fisher Big Wheels. She would, if she could, would buy me one of each, one to take out, one to keep, you know, and kind of have that collective that's, mentality early on. Th- that's dangerous to teach you that. I'm on my, you know, sixth me- mega collection now in my life, you know, and uh, I love it though. That's you great. know, obviously that's why we're talking today, but yeah. you know, what I would love to do, is exactly what you did. So I live vicariously through you, but do you, have you, it made me think of something I had as a kid. And I don't know if you ever came across anything like this. And I don't think we've even talked about it on our show, but my dad would travel um, when I was a child and he brought home a cartridge for the NES that had 101 games located. It was a, it was a dual cartridge. So it would snap into like a, almost like a game genie and yeah. it had 101 yeah. games. Now, they're all they were all like terrible rips. They were all like bootleg ass rips. But you can still play, you know, Dig Dug one through whatever uh, that character was at the end. You know, it was all kind of goofy. But have you ever seen anything like that on your travels? Or yeah, actually, we went, we interviewed, and we got to hang out with Greg Pabich, um, who was one of the creators of the Cheetah Men, which was on the Action Fifty Two, mm-hmm. um, which is a legendary cartridge, legendary, and it, it and then it's it's horrible it's such a horrible mess of garbage and he he wears that like a badge of honor like he has he gave us all cheetah men shirts and we're like (laughs) cheetah men this and that and cheetah men is so bad because the game just it just stops yeah i think it's level five two it just like they literally just didn't finish the game and put it out which just literally there's no coding it just stops and your cheetah guy freezes and you're like Oh fuck! Well, I guess you know. We <laughs> right. <reset> that again. <laughs> um, I've seen the ones that you you've talked about, and I think Rob had a blue baby blue one with the okay. ribbon, so yeah. it wouldn't like get stuck in your Nintendo or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you had to scorpion it out of there. <laughs> I've seen them, and you know what? Uh, Nintendo had such. They still do. They have such a an iron fist when it comes to um, licensing. Oh, That's absolutely. because Atari didn't know what they were doing. Mm. So consequently, the 2600 take, took a dive because companies were just putting out ports of everything and ripping off everything. And it was like the wild West. Yeah. Nintendo's like, no, hang on. We're going to have some kind of quality control. And they implemented that into the game industry. So I, I love the, the ones you're talking about where the games are original. <laughs> yeah. Th- those are cool. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't really, I've got nothing against bootlegs and stuff. I don't really give a shit what you do, right? But I personally don't buy, like, if if the if a card had like all the Super Mario Brothers on it, unless Nintendo made it, I wouldn't get it. Yeah, I I, and, I paid yeah. the price steeply for that when I bought a Mario Kart 64 cartridge that was a bootleg, unknowingly. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, the price for that here in the states, that's those N64 games, the premium ones. I mean, mm. they they can fetch sixty and above, and you know, I found somebody selling it for. 30 and it's so i mean the rip is bad it's it's painful it's slow and and pathetic so so were there any moments from nintendo quest that didn't make it on a film that that still that stick out to you as you know something that is just so bizarre or so wacky that you came across there's hundreds of hours of footage yeah sure Um, yeah literally there is um we had an absolute blast going across north america and there's so much stuff we couldn't show. Um, hindsight now, of course, we're looking back and it's like, wow, we really should have cut this into a series like we like we do yeah. with Action Figure Adventure, mm-hmm. right? Like it should have been a 10-part series, but mm. we did a feature. Yeah, one story. I can't remember um, where we were. It was one of the southern states. It was in Texas somewhere. And um, we were traveling with Ben Gold. Ben Gold is one of the first um, gaming celebrities yeah. Um, he he won all these world records on 
Ripley's Believe It or Not. I think it was on that. Anyway, he, he or That's Incredible, something like that. But he was one of the first professional gamers. So we wanted to interview him for the film. And he's like, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who's got some NES games. You want to check him out? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Go, <laughs> go to this guy's we're house. On, we're, with ben, with, <laughs> we're going with Ben Gold to look at Nintendo games. Hell yeah, I want to go look at games with Ben Gold. Ben didn't know them very well. So this is, you know, not Ben's fault, but we mm. go into this house. And have you guys ever seen The Devil's Rejects? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. By Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of vibe. Yeah. So we go in there and they had all the, it's like an old farmhouse. They had all the NES games um, on the table laid out ready for me. Right. So we set up the shot and anywhere we shoot, where I go and look at stuff, um, I'm not allowed to go into the room, right? Because all the reactions have to be genuine. I'm not yeah. an actor, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm standing in the hallway with this big dude with like overalls. I'm just like, what's up, man? He's <laughs> like, he had like two teeth or something. I was right. like, I started to get a really weird, you know, when your gut tells you, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like your spider sense is going on. Why are you wearing that mask? <laughs> so, anyway, action. I go into the kitchen. I skim them. There's like 10. I skim them really fast. There's nothing. Uh, there's the gold Zelda one. And I'm like, oh, I got all these. You know, it was awesome to meet you guys. He's like, well, what about what about that gold one there? I'm like, oh, that's Zelda one. Yeah. I don't need I don't I don't need that. He's like, yeah, but it's gold. He's like, I looked it up. I looked it up online. It's worth twelve hundred. Oh boy. No. Oh. And and he's like, no, that's twelve hundred. And and it's weird because they were kind of circling, yeah, half circling yeah. us, and oh. and I looked at Rob, and Rob's directing behind, and he's just like, you know, keep going, <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> it's twelve hundred. If it was factory sealed, maybe, probably yeah. not. I'm like, there's no way Zelda's twelve hundred, and I'm like, <laughs> anyway, I don't have it, and then I just remember. Okay, he's like cut whatever and we start backing up and they started like following us oh. out of the house and we just got this really weird vibe we just wanted to run yeah but i mean we had uh our two camera guys our boom operators so it's not like we can just like take off like <laughs> that was one experience that was wild <laughs> Yeah, that, that's not <laughs> that's not really movie quality. You're like in a bad drug deal, and <laughs> and, and you know what? We don't paint anyone in a bad light. So no, no, plenty of bad experiences, yeah, of but we don't want to showcase that. We don't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we're about. You know what I mean? So there's no. plenty of documentaries that are like that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy cutting people up. Like if we're off camera and stuff, we can make fun of each other, and that's great. But mm-hmm. like, I don't cut people up and that kind of thing. So that scene couldn't make it in. And it wasn't very interesting besides me shitting myself. Right, that sure. kind of funny. Sure. That's, that's yeah. a golden memory to have for yourself, but you just found uh, yourself on the, on the, uh, yeah. was it <laughs> in resident evil seven? Oh, oh no. geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, you know, I was expecting to like grab the doorknob and my hand get cut off. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that didn't happen. Thankfully, Jay, you're, you're right, man. Watching, watching what you put together, it is positive. It is uplifting and it does everything that I, all the content that you've created, you and Rob have created uh, really paints collectors and the whole community in a positive light. And I can appreciate that, man. I, that's, that's my community and I love what you do for it, man. And a lot of what I've learned watching your content is that you are a giant nerd uh, just like us. And my yeah, point is this, dude, yeah. we all have our deep pockets like we have our deep, deep nerd dumb pockets. And part of the, I would be fascinated to know, like how, like what are your deep pockets of nerd dumb? Like what are those things that when you, you know, you might be the only person in a room that really loves this particular thing. Like, what is that for you? Oh, that's a great one, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the studio here, are you, well, the 3DO, I mean, that's one thing. It's, I, it's I, deep. Are you talking in video games or toys? Anything, man. Like you're a collector, um, and you love pop culture. So, what are you thinking? I have a really insane, huge passion for Luke Skywalker. Like it borderlines unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, like he is my hero, as I'm sure he's all yours as well. But my, I met Mark Hamill about three years ago, and got to hang out with him oh. for a little bit, and it was just fucking crazy and i'm trying to keep it together 
talking mm. to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and that's all I think, right? Is yeah, I shake his hand. I'm like, that's his robot hand. It's not, it's like, <laughs> he's just a dude, man. Right? right. And he's so tiny, right? He's like five, seven yeah, and I'm five, seven. Yeah. So I'm like eye to eye with him. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Um, Luke Skywalker, obviously I love star Wars is my first, um, yeah. obscure, like video game systems, like the CDI. I love the Zeldas on CDI because oh God, I love how so oh, bad. it's amazing. They're so like, I love how when you play it, it like hurts you. It's like, this is so <laughs> bad. Like, I'm going to start bleeding. Um, superhero wise, my favorite hero is Daredevil. You don't really hear that ever. No, no. no. That's a good so, one. Yeah. He's yeah, got a yeah. good run going on right now. Yeah, Daredevil's, oh, he's so fantastic. And I I loved him as a kid. I stopped reading comics from like um, the mid 90s. It was after Infinity Gauntlet, actually. It's about 92 until about mid 2000s. So I, I missed a lot of it. But when Charlie mm-hmm. Cox uh, did that role, I was just, I fell in love with the character again. And then I just went back and just started reading all the, the Daredevils again. I was like, oh, it's so yeah. cool. So that's a few things anyway. Yeah, I, that's awesome, man. I mean, I know there are, I have somebody in my circle that collects uh, Seinfeld toys, um, which is. <laughs> oh, that's oh. cool. Very cool. I love that. That show is so wicked, man. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I've seen I've seen a lot of wacky like side collections, you know. Um, and it's always fascinating to me to lurk what's out there. I mean, there's so many different franchises and IPs that have put things out, you know. And um so with that, I kind of want to lean into I think really what the bread and butter of of our conversation is today is action figure adventure, uh, which is your series yeah. that you put out. And I absolutely personally uh, am just in love with man. Like this is it feel watching action figure adventure to me felt like watching an actual guidebook, like especially, you know, um, with the details, the cutaways, the, the quotes from all these reputable, amazing collectors and creators, man, Jay, you did such a fantastic job with this series. And once again, um, in a very positive light, especially with, you know, your mission of raising money for charity, bro. Like, I mean, I got goosebumps and, um, I want more. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, uh, it's so good. So how did this all come about, man? How did action figure adventure get cooked up? Uh, so I, I'm a producer on action figure adventure as well as starring in it. But, uh, Rob McCallum is the, the creator. Uh, he's yeah. the filmmaker. He's the editor. He's the, he created the structure. I mean, we wrote it together, um, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be what I am without Rob. Where like you know, sure. Jay and Silent Rob is everyone awesome. calls us. <laughs> the Rob's Rob's not so silent. He's louder than I am. But yeah. um, we were. I I had been working with the Children's Health Foundation, which is basically the Children's Hospital in London, Ontario. Here for about three years, I had a, a Star Wars group. I ran a Star Wars group uh, where we would dress up as the characters and go in and uh you know it's kind of like the 501st but yeah. very small right it was just you know about yeah, yeah. 40 or 50 of us awesome that i ran and i got to uh become friends with everyone at children's health and we volunteered a lot so we knew we wanted to do another collecting um film so mm-hmm. you know what do we think of first nintendo quest 2 yeah and for whatever <laughs> reason electric boogaloo man yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I think that joke just about hits it on the head. You know, we don't want to make like Christmas story two. Yeah. That exists by the way. Right. Yep. So I'm like, can you, can you, can you capture lightning in a bottle again? Can can like, what system are you going to do? Genesis? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Genesis is great, but it it doesn't have the bangers like stadium events and little Samson, uh, turbo graphics. Well, I would love to do that, but I think three people will watch it. If we do that. (laughs) Sure. Um, the Jaguar, come on, man. Yeah. So our, our love of music, comics and toys was on the table. So naturally I wanted to do a music thing. Cause I just wanted to go hang out with Dave Grohl for a bit, but (laughs) that, uh, that didn't work out. Uh, then we thought comics and toys, and naturally we just selected toys. Yeah. Because all through our lives, regardless of what's happened, Rob and I have always bought toys. So, okay, well, am I going to go out there again and buy stuff for me? To me, that didn't seem very exciting. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's all these shows on YouTube, and they're great, you know, pickup videos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I do that on oh, yeah. YouTube, and that's great. Yeah. But we wanted to go bigger. So I thought, hey, well, why don't we take Children's Health Foundation? 
and this idea for hunting toys, merge them together, I'll fork out the cash, and then we'll have an auction and everything we raise goes to Children's Health Foundation. So that's what we came up with. Excuse me. Oh, you're good, man. Now that the whole concept premise is just brilliant, man. It's noble. And you can't ask for much more, man. I, just just the premise of this alone is worth the watch. And in America, oh, if you're thanks. listening to us in America, you can, you can stream this on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, you can get it on the Apple Store on your Apple TV. I mean, that's where I was watching it. So uh, it is available here in the States. It's not just limited to Canada, um, which is awesome. That's brand new. You just watched it on Prime like recently? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that, just, that just came out, I think, yesterday. Because Rob and awesome. I went live to announce that we we'd sold it to Prime and uh, Apple, because we were on uh, the Super Channel here in Canada, uh, which is Jinx Esports TV, and it's now in the states as well. They, it's a, all over the world, but you know we we're trying to get it on more platforms, obviously, and Prime is probably the best one for that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and ultimately, at the end of the run, you want to go on Netflix, right? But Netflix doesn't offer a lot. Money wise, um, sure. no. So Prime makes the most sense, and who doesn't have Amazon Prime? Yeah. So that's really cool, man. That you yeah. saw that. You literally are one of the first people to see it, other than the uh, the people who backed the Kickstarter who got the Blu-rays. The Blu-rays are starting to ship out now in the mail. So hell yeah, that's wicked. So you watched all it was ten of them, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. watching. I was watching them on Apple TV, and you can get them right from your Apple TV through the iTunes Store, and. I mean, that's how I watched them. And then we noticed they were on Amazon Prime. So you're, you're good to go, dude. Uh, it's it's up, locked and loaded here in the States. That's awesome. <laughs> I, very, very kind of you to, to binge watch that. I mean. Uh, dude, it was, it's like talking to a friend. I mean, really. It, it really <laughs> yeah. is. Because, I mean, part of my story is, is yeah. exactly what you do, is, is, is you want the stories, right? You want the interactions. You, you like to meet other collectors. You like to learn where these products come from. It adds to not only are you purchasing X item for nostalgia and love, but you also want to have, you know, what is the story prior to this? And I've sold off a number of collections and I've probably bored those buyers to tears because I'm telling them about how I bought this Ric Flair from KB Toys and Summit Mall when they had carpet <laughs> on the floor. Like, you know, I'm going in. It's probably still smelled like smoke. Too. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, that's, it, it felt like watching Action Figure Adventure felt like I was hanging with my friends. And I really, anyone listening um, that has collected anything or loves vintage toys or vintage IPs, this is a great show, man. So uh, I, listen, I, I love, I mentioned it really early on. It felt like a guidebook. So you, there are moments in the show where you have breakaways, where you explain the different you know, nuances of these figures, the lines. That's genius, dude. So, you know, how did how big was this crew as well? The graphics were fantastic. The voiceovers were fantastic. This is legit, man. Uh, it's pretty big. Um, the road crew was smaller than Nintendo Quest um, because since we shot Nintendo Quest, uh, simply put, technology has changed. We didn't need a boom operator, which sucks because I miss Brianna. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a ton who worked on graphics, just in, in the poster art and the graphics and, and the voiceovers. There were so many wonderful people involved with it. And like Nintendo Quest, we wanted people who were not necessarily hardcore collectors like us, right? You know, yeah. if someone wants to mm -hmm. watch something fun, it's like, okay, here's the Kenner Indiana Jones. Yeah. This is why it's important. It came out in 1984, blah, blah, blah. Instead of like, just showing Indiana Jones and you're just supposed to know what that right. is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we didn't want to hold people's hands necessarily, but we wanted to make it so anybody could kind of watch it. So when we talk about the blue snaggle tooth, we say it's a Sears exclusive, blah, yes, blah, blah. It's a, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it is, it's a great entry point to everything you, you went into from She-Ra to, I mean, dude, I didn't know anything about Pythona before watching yeah. this uh you know yeah. so i even learned some things but it is you do have to have some type of entry into collecting uh because yeah if you talk to me about star wars man like it's just gonna you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see light and it's just gonna be blinding because i'm gonna hit you with everything um so you yeah, really yeah. were able to condense that and that's hard to do sometimes when you're when you're really deep into it so i appreciated that and just i mean the variety i know 
Dave and Derek, you know, we all love different things. I am not a mm-hmm. Transformers collector, uh, but Derek is. But watching the show, I'm like, oh, maybe I do want that Megatron that is a real gun. Uh, <laughs> that looks fun and dangerous. Yeah, I, mean, I hate guns, but if it's Megatron, uh, okay, that seems cool. But yeah, I mean, you hit so many different things. So were there... Now that now that it's obviously completed in and you did your thing obviously pre COVID and uh, were there any missed opportunities on maybe a toy IP that you didn't do because I can think of oh, yeah. one um, and I just want to hear from you before I before and maybe it's the same thing we're thinking of if you're thinking the vinyl cape Jawa um, oh no not at all that was one that was in my hand near the end and uh, I had to make a decision. Uh, we shot all that stuff. There was a ton of stuff like uh, we had uh, the blank from Dick Tracy by Playmates. Oh, we had oh that. man, yeah. Um, wow. We had a ton of stuff, man. And there is 10 times as much footage that didn't get used compared to wow. Nintendo Quest. There is so much. Like the Kevin Smith stuff alone was like an hour. Really? Rob, Rob had to put like three or four lines, which wow. hurts, right? But when yeah. you're making a yeah. television show, it has to be exactly this time and you have to have exact mm-hmm. amount of time yeah. for commercial breaks. So you just start trimming back and trimming back uh, to answer your question. There, there was a lot, there was a yeah. lot. Um, so I'm eager to get, get on the road again for season two, because I'm going to yeah. avenge, avenge some of these toys. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> the avenging <laughs> hit me up, man. Yeah. I can, I can help out with some things if, if it comes down to it. But uh, before I say mine, out of curiosity, that vinyl Cape Jawa, because just out of personal curiosity, what was the going rate for that back in what was it you filmed in 2019? Yeah, that was graded a nine. I think it was 1300. Oh, I dude, um, I okay, okay, yeah, uh, no, no card at all. It was purely the figure, yeah. but it was uh, it was actually graded an eight or a nine. I, if I, I would be okay with that. Uh, and then they had one that was see, the problem with me, and it's a big problem, is that I, I just want the best. I get into my head okay. that I have to, like, I hate it. I had it made up in my mind early on that without giving anything away, when I changed the direction of my quest and I decided I kind of wanted to go for the high end stuff, I had to have a flag. Yes. Right? I'd have the USS mm-hmm. flag because it was the yes. playset I never had as a kid. And it was the playset that. Even to this day, every single time I come and shoot down here, I look at that thing. I'm just like, holy fuck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When that you is- left to go look at your dogs, I just noticed it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's there. I <laughs> yes. love it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so oh, beautiful, dude. So for, for everyone listening, Jay has a USS flag behind him, which is one of the most incredible, awe-inspiring toys ever made. Without question. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Um. So I wanted the best of the best, which was good and bad. Um, all the stores we went to, all the people we met, they give us great deals. So yeah, uh, I'm very grateful yeah. for that. But there's a lot of stuff that was left. But because I grew up on everything, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not just the Joe guy. I'm not just the Transformers guy. I, it's all of it. I, I love all, absolutely all of it. Right. So it was really hard to narrow it down to ten items, um, and then. You know, you only have so much time. You only have so much budget sure. in each day to shoot. Uh, there's only so many hours in the day, so it's like, okay, well, here's this Megatron. Do I pass up? Do I pass up on him and hope I see him in Cincinnati or you know LA like. or whatever? And that's the chances you take. It's the same as Nintendo Quest. So, um, honestly, without laughing at me, as as fun it is, as fun as it is to go and uh, search for toys, it's so stressful. Oh, I believe it. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying oh, to craft. Yeah the yeah. the end of this and how it's going to play out and you know is this a good decision right are, are people going to care about this thing um but i think and i, I don't want to talk about the items i got but i think the items i got were all pretty iconic so without question dude i 100 yeah. back that up um i they're all dream items you know well not uh, most of them are dream items for me i own uh several i'm lucky enough to at least and um you're right i mean hit them spot on but there was one total ip that was missing from the show and i i just have to ask because we talk about this on our show quite a bit um (laughs) is there hot dogs well i don't know i mean it might be a canadian (laughs) thing it might be an american thing um was 
Were there any talk of ever getting into maybe WWF, WCW, ECW level figures for this? Or is it just because there's only a, a, I mean, a very select few that are worth anything? We had the, uh, the LJN white shirt Hogan. Um, okay. okay. We did have access to that. And I, I love old school WWF and I'll never call it WWE. That's just me. Yes. Just yes, sir. Cool dude, right? <laughs> Um, so I watched wrestling in the mid eighties when it was the, the, the best in my opinion, and then stopped watching it. And then in the two thousands, when triple H and Stephanie ran the show, I was yeah. watching it then too. And I love that as well. Wrestling is huge part of, of me. I don't, I don't still watch it, so I don't know anything about what's going sure. on, but sure. yeah, the LJNs were definitely a part of it. Again, it's kind of like. We just we we went with the choices that we thought were the best for sure. Um, so I'll give one away. We found a boxed Optimus Prime, and that to me, like Optimus Prime, is such an iconic image, regardless of what fandom mm. you're from. He's arguably the greatest hero of all time, right? I mean, it, he's yeah. everyone's favorite, yeah. like dad, right? Kind of thing. So <laughs> it, it was that, or am I going to get the obscure? white shirt hogan that only maybe like five percent of the toy collectors right. understand what that is right? right so that's what i was really balancing okay that makes sense that makes sense i mean it, it just for me because i i personally love those those early wwf toys i hated the wcw ones um yeah i yeah. had a massive you know close to 500 figure wrestling collection. So I just didn't know if that was anything in your wheelhouse or, and that's, that's good to know. Now you're, you're part oh, of it. I, I love wrestling, man. I wanted, uh, <clears throat> did they ever make a Greenwich snob figure? Oh, not, oh, uh, I'm sure they did for the legends. Series. Yeah, they did. They, they did. Yeah. A legends now, series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's Triple H is, he was my guy. Like, uh, obviously <laughs> Hogan was the eighties, but, uh, I loved, uh, DX and triple H. And then when he went yeah. solo with Stephanie, I loved, He's just such a wicked. He's such a wicked writer now too. Like, um, yeah, he's just great. Just That's curious. Awesome. That's awesome. So, let's say hypothetically, I'm just going to hit you with a quick pitch. Um, action figure adventure two. You are collecting <laughs> barnyard commandos and food fighters uh, exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> the cowboys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> See, do you have, do you have, please tell me those are you. Those were available in Canada at some point. This is where I think the age difference is. Really? Um, those <laughs> yeah. are nine, yeah. 90s toys for sure. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. I, I'm aware of them. I couldn't tell you what their characters' names are or any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I kind of where I fell off was 1992 when I discovered comic books and girls, and that's when I stopped. Mm. Um kind of collecting toys until McFarlane yeah, yeah. came out with the movie maniacs in 2000. And then Todd was almost like saying to us, okay, boys, come on back. It's safe now. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to like sneak into Walmart and, and be embarrassed about looking at toys now. <laughs> so I don't know all that kind of stuff. Like um, I think power Rangers were just coming out. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So I did turtles, uh, turtles a little bit. And that was about it. Yeah. Turtles was the last I collected until the mid two thousands. I did st- well. I did the the wrestling. Wrestling was just part of my thing, and you know, sure. I played mm-hmm. with the Lucys. And then uh, when I be when I got serious about it, everything was boxed. So, um, but Turtles is the last I collected. <laughs> I just I love something about Food Fighters just being absolutely awful. I've I've never yeah. I've never owned one. I've I've just only seen them and. Uh, <laughs> I just I want to pull the trigger someday at a store and just buy one. Oh, hey, you know what, man? I say go for it. I treat yourself right. You only live once. Yeah, get a yeah, get a food fighter. You, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll get a couple too, man. Who cares? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I I just love the obscurity, man. So, um, yeah, I don't know what what do you think is the weirdest action figure that I mean, maybe even action figure line. Like, what is the most bizarre? Inhumanoids from 1986. Oh, okay. I've only seen on the internet. Inhumanoids. Um, it was a short-lived cartoon. It was a five-part miniseries that got busted out into 12 parts. And after the miniseries, they canceled the toy line. So literally, okay. all the rules went out the window. So this cartoon is very dark and gritty because they just didn't give a fuck. So yeah. it's a really cool cartoon. But the toy line is bizarre. Um, 
the action figures are about seven inches tall and then they're they're in these bio suits and you take their helmets off and they have little tiny heads because the bio suits were <laughs> supposed to be big and the stars yeah. <laughs> of the inhumanoids are the inhumanoids and they're the evil guys and they're literally 13 inches oh so it's oh, wow. it's all like these earthy demony kind of like live under the earth subterranean kind of stuff rock monsters and stuff and if you watch the cartoon i can't believe they made something like that for kids because it's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch it then. That sounds. That it's sounds kind of like it's kind of like how Remco made a friggin' cartoon and toy line out of Rambo. Mm, like, yeah, oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I just watched. I shit you not. I watched First Blood the other day because it came on Netflix. Oh, I haven't movie. watched it since I was younger, and I'm like, uh, they made a toy line out of this. This is horrible. It's about this <laughs> non vet who has PTSD and just oh my yeah. god, like oh dude. Davis heard my rants on this. Like you turned this into an action series. It's, it's insane, on. man. It's the first beauty movie's really beautiful too. It's like this it is, is a like great you're film. telling a story, and then you, yeah, you got a cartoon and all these action sequels, and it's just like you're kind of killing the first one. You it's, know, that, it's right? like the, the um the RoboCop toys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. the first RoboCop is horrifying. It is so oh, yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. so much <laughs> violence and just pure like dread. Like the, yes. I can't remember the cop's name. It turns into RoboCop. He gets just Murphy. Murphy, Murphy gets fucked. Yes. No, yeah, and as a kid, time. you're watching this, and remember, there's the one guy who melts and everything. I'm just <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> let's make this into a <laughs> let's make this into an NES game and a toy line. Yeah. That is. A yeah, they did the same with like Terminator and all those. Terminator other, like, had a toy line. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Total Recall Aliens. had a video game. Like, yeah. <laughs> All terrifying. That was yeah. that was the eighties action movies though, which is gore and violence all over the place. Ah, let's make toys of it. Uh, Dave, to to your point there, I will say that I think that the eighties, seventies, and eighties were such a special time because I don't know, we were kind of exposed to this stuff, whether we should have been or not. It, it just made us, mm. I think, a little bit, a little bit tougher. If that makes sense, right? I think <laughs> everyone is so yeah. sensitive today about everything, and it's just like. Not in the eighties. I was just like, no, no, no one gave a fuck in the eighties. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, I really love the horror movies. That's that's my jam right there. Oh, Um, dude, yeah. Um, I just I just got the other uh, last year. Actually, I got uh, NECA's uh, Herbert West reanimator is my favorite Uh, horror movie. And I'm just like, I used I just love that movie. I watch it like a couple times a year. And again, like I watched that as a kid, and I'm just like. Like the severed head is like yeah, on you know. the girl and I'm like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> no fucks given like kinda, in the eighties. No. And also, you can't. You don't have a time like that where your dad would come home with like a stack of six six VHS movies and yeah. said, "This is what we're doing this weekend." And I'm just sitting there like, "Okay." <laughs> and, and, and Derek, that was it too, right? It's like when you got your first uh, VHS. At least we used to rent ours. And, you know, mom would go out and rent movies and she would kind of pick what she thought was great. So, of course, you know, Return of the Jedi would always be number one. Yeah. And then she would pick (laughs) other ones. Right. And some of them were maybe not so appropriate, but you watched them (laughs) because it wasn't like now where you have access to 7000 shows at any given time. Mm -hmm. It's like you watched what you had. Like in the 80s, when you got, you know, when you got a game for your birthday, you played it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Right. Unless it was an LJN game, usually you just threw the controller and said, "I quit." If you got an LJN <laughs> game, the box art was always great. That's about it. Oh, it was fantastic! Silver Surfer, still the worst game I've ever played. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, the LJN Back to the Future. You see, you know Marty on the cover looking at his watch in the DeLorean, and you play the game, and he has a black tank top. You're like, <laughs> couldn't they even what like look at the friggin' poster for God's sake, like to get the character <laughs> no. right? But. No, no. no, it's it's like the Mega Man Two art. No, you know? yeah. he's got a, he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and we we uh, we meet the artist. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Name off the top of my head, right. and he talks about yeah, like they they would just say it's uh, Chris. You'll 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 appreciate this. It's like when George wanted to make action figures for Star Wars, he didn't give Kenner anything hardly. A lot right. of no. waste up shots right. that were black and white. So why Walrus Man? 
colors are completely <laughs> off and hammerhead has a blue thing yes. and he doesn't it's because well they didn't have colors right they, they didn't have access to the source material so it's absolutely that type of that type of quirkiness is star wars defined man and it, it for me that that's yeah. the special place in my heart when i look at my cantina set it, it, just seeing that funky yeah. coloration and to now see like creators like dave filoni put those paint schemes into actual star wars content now um it's come a long way man it's in in recognizing that weird stuff that we all love so that's cool man um now i know dave and derek had a few questions for you that i really found fascinating uh so hit them with it dudes okay well so it, it's been weird i've been watching pretty much you all week which is kind of weird because now i'm like talking to you <laughs> it's, like, okay. it's dude it's okay it's what it's what i do it's yeah fun. so it's what i do so, i hope uh, i hope you're watching me I'm yeah yeah it's kind of kind of the point right of making yeah. some eyeballs on me yeah so um you you had a scene in um the action figure uh adventure or whatever and you talked about some amazing Spider-Man comic books, and I'm I'm the comic book collector guy. I'm I'm sure. all about Amazing Spider-Man. I just filled up my third lawn box. I'm trying like that's my collectors. Like that's what that's my quest is. I'm trying to get all the Amazing Spider-Mans. And you had 361, which is the first appearance of Carnage. Um, yes. Prototypical 90s book, probably right when you're starting into the the collecting of comic books. But you had Amazing Spider-Man 27, and I want to know what the significance of that book was. Uh, it's a goblin story. Um, honestly, there's nothing too great about it. Um, mm-hmm. for the fact that it's really old. Okay. Um, so last week I just picked up Daredevil, Daredevil number five. All right. Um, and he fights the matador. It's nothing, but it's yeah. from 1964 <laughs> and it's really old. Yeah. Um, so, um, my buddy Brom who owns heroes, uh, our comic book store in town, he just hooked me up. He, he knows I love Spider-Man. He's like, hey, I got a 27 that just came in. I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, so there's no real significance. Uh, Cletus okay. <laughs> Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy is my favorite villain. So I have uh, Spider-Man 344 framed, which is the first Cletus. And then I mm-hmm. have 361, which is the first Carnage. So I, I collect Spider-Man as well. Yeah. So you're pumped up for the movie then, huh? No. No. I'm not. <laughs> No, 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 no one's pumped up for this no. movie. I love it. I, <laughs> I, love I have nothing against Woody Harrelson. Uh, it's not. It's no. not about that. It's about how can you have Venom without the symbiote story? Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes, it's so bad. It's, you're you're rewriting one of the greatest stories in comic book history. Um, the symbiotes just crash on Earth. It's like okay, yeah. and I have never seen Venom, so this is just what I oh, hear. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, oh, oh boy! <laughs> but it's like the the very fact that the Venom symbiote, the head looked like it because it was attached to Spider Man's costume. Yes, absolutely. So why does Venom look like that in the movie when he had no frame of reference to morph yeah. into that? Yeah, he should have just been a black blob. <laughs> and now you know. The, well, yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're saying, but it's it's weird for me to to have a Spider Man story with without venom like yeah. or, uh, sorry a venom story without, without spider-man, spider-man and yeah. then you just have carnage it's like okay well what about spider-man yeah because it took spider-man and venom together to beat carnage mm-hmm. so who's gonna right, be yeah. carnage right uh, we'll see i guess <laughs> yeah. i mean we're getting a, a live action shriek so that's not the worst I, thing right listen yeah. i need that live action carry on uh <laughs> that's what i really am after is that's what yeah. I want, man. the other day i was just scouring the internet and i saw a bunch of articles that said charlie cox will reprise daredevil and spider-man 3 and i literally oh. shit myself oh nice. so i went i went on a bunch of different uh, other areas to check it out too, and they all say the same thing. So if Daredevil's in Spider-Man three, man, oh, it's gonna be yeah. so sick. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, that. there's there's a lot of rumors there. Also saying Jessica Jones might be in um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk yep. the, really? the yeah. show the show that's coming. And you know yeah. what? I'm late to the game to the Netflix Marvel stuff. I just all completed it except Daredevil. I completed the other three and the Defenders this year, and they're they're really good. I love the Netflix Marvel stuff. It's really dark. It's really edgy. Um, Iron Fist is, you know, not the greatest, that's, but nope, that's the one I couldn't get into. And that's man. too bad. That's really too bad, man. Because I, I like yeah. the story of Iron Fist, but um, yeah, but uh, Cage and Jessica Jones were awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you have a uh, you have Disney Plus in Canada. Have you watched any of the the Marvel content up there? 
or here not, or I'm wherever. Not a, it's all on the internet. I, I've I've seen a few Marvel movies. I'm not a huge fan of the cinematic universe. Um, okay. I don't know why that is. I think because stuff like the Daredevil show is so adult. Uh, to go into like the first Avengers movie, I watched that the other day again, just to give it another chance. And it's just really, it's so over the top. I like my heroes a little more grounded where it's like, gotcha. oh, they're, they're fighting the mob boss. Mm. You know, yeah. I like that stuff. Instead, this intergalactic war that's coming, although Th- Thanos <laughs> is awesome, but yeah, um, Thanos yeah. Is awesome. I, yes, sir. I, you know, to the, to kind of defend the, the, the Marvel movies a bit. Uh, they only have two and a half, two and a half hours to kind of establish everything, right? Whereas the Marvel right. Netflix stuff has thirteen episodes, so you really get a sense of who the characters are, and you get attached to certain ones. And for sure, yeah. for sure. Now, some just sparked in my head because you like Daredevil. I, I don't know this because I haven't picked it up from anything uh, that you put out. Do you collect Batman at all? Is that a passion of yours? I love Batman uh, books, books, books. I used to. I sold my comic collection to help fund Nintendo quest. Okay. Um, but I had, what did I have killing joke? Uh, yep. I didn't have a oh, lot wow. of Batman to be honest. Um, the, the, the one book I, I regret selling was Spider-Man 361, and I had Hulk 180, oh. which is the first appearance of Wolverine, not 181, 180. Cause he shows up on the last <laughs> first, first cameo so. appearance. Let's have this debate. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, here we go. <laughs> first appearance is the first time you see somebody. That's the first. Yes, that was the first I time I saw him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Fair so enough. Hey, listen, I'm not going to argue with the comic guy. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So, so you no, sold no. your, your 361, though, your first Carnage. You sold that? Or did you get a new one after that? In, you, I did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got it again for Christmas two years ago. Okay. My uh, oh. my wife at the time, yeah, she's a, she's a sweetheart and she got it for me. I was like, oh. That's, so that's I framed great. it and put it up in my house. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, hell yeah. So um, me and Chris are musicians uh, and we realize that you are also a musician. Yeah. You're a drummer. And uh, I checked out your band, Astoria. Uh, great name. Is that off the Goonies? Uh, yes, 100%. Okay. okay. So is, is this band still active or are you? Are you no. Okay. No. Um, Joe, who was the singer, he's one of my best friends. He also makes an appearance in Nintendo Quest mm. in the beginning. And uh, we still jam. Uh, we jam in my music studios down there. We jam there, but with COVID, the restrictions in Canada, at least in Ontario here, we're on a, a third lockdown. Yeah. So we're not yeah. allowed to see anybody. So all the equipment's set up and ready to go. But a story has been done for a while. But we're looking to write uh, some new music for sure, man. I just love playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I picked that up, especially your your Dave Grohl uh, obsession, I guess we can call it. <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah. Dude, but, yeah. But like just watching the music videos and you, you being a drummer, I'm a bass player, so I always pay attention to like the rhythm section. And you are one of those drummers that just smacks the shit out of the drums. And I appreciate that. I just want to tell you that's that's something I. Oh, I think thanks, awesome. dude. Yeah. I mean, my first real drumming influence, honestly, was Dave mm-hmm. in um, Scream. He was in a band called Scream before Nirvana. Yeah. And you don't really see drummers who play like John Bonham anymore. Mm-hmm. And he really did. He he does still, yeah, right? Absolutely. Just, it's more about getting the rhythm across and it's more about feeling the music than it is all these little triplets and technic- technicalities mm-hmm. and stuff. Like he can right. do a couple of like patu patus and it's more powerful than like all that kind of stuff listen to this drum talk right. here but, <laughs> no uh, it's great man it, yeah. I, I love this stuff um so uh one final thing that, that i, I kind of noticed and i don't want to give anything away but the ending of the action figure adventure um how disappointed were you that covid kind of put a damper on like your finale of the season we were incredibly we were incredibly yeah. uh crushed yeah yeah um I remember we didn't have the ending shot and we were waiting because I rented out an art, an art house. Uh-huh. We were going to have a live auction. We had one of the, the best DJs in, in London here was going to be the MC and we were going to have all the, the pieces on display like, like, like that, right? It would be like spotlights yeah, on them and it would look yeah. like art, art pieces. Right. And I was on a show with Larry Hama uh, in early March. Larry Hama is a creator of GI Joe comic book. And we were talking and I remember 
Kim and I were kind of talking about Joe Fest in the summer. And he's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it to Joe Fest. And if you guys know who Larry Hama is, he's really wise. Like he's like my Obi-Wan, right? He's such yeah, a yeah. wicked dude. And so I'm like, oh shit, you know, this thing is, is pretty real. What's happening now. Yeah. And that's the week that everyone kind of started to freak out. Mm. And we were going to put off the auction and just shoot it. I mean, thank God we didn't because we would all look completely different and all that yeah, stuff. But yeah. we had sold it to the television studio and the deadline's a deadline. They needed it for the fall. So yeah. we didn't have an ending for the series. So Rob wrote this brilliant idea and we did the best we could with what we had. So is it ideal? No, I think it's a great timestamp for what we all went through. And I think years to come, yeah. people are going to be like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. COVID was a, that was a scary thing, man. Yeah. It absolutely. still is a scary thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Now I, I applaud you for, for coming up with, with something, you know, to kind of tie it all together. Um, yeah. And it, it is going to be one of those touchstones later in life. And you're going to always have that, that memory of going through it for better or worse. But, uh, you know, this is, I, I I loved I I did I know that the ending wasn't what what was in mind with the art gallery and and really showcasing it but I I still appreciated everything that went into the the whole show and I dude I mean listen I can tell you're a creator um and a creative mm, you know and you've absolutely. already kind of dropped a few little breadcrumbs here um what's what's on your horizon dude what are we looking forward to in, in a post COVID Jay Bartlett world uh, we have a new series coming out June fourteenth so in about a week. Um, right now in Canada only, unfortunately, boys, um, <laughs> called the, the Jay and Rob toy show. And it is, um, a podcast, it's a podcast this. that Rob and I, yeah, gonna VPN. Rob and I started, <laughs> but, um, this 10 episodes are professionally shot, edited, same kind of like, you know, we talk about the Mego Buck Rogers line and then there'll be this wonderful, like graphic unfolding and show you the figures. And, um, so it's like, almost like kind of like the round table segments in comic book men from the Kevin yeah, Smith show, except yeah. mm-hmm. because of COVID we're, we do it like this. So I was in yeah. my studio and my crew was here shooting and then Rob's crew was shooting him. So it's wow. like this, but it's professionally done. So that comes out June 14th. We have another series. We haven't started shooting yet called five favorite figures, which will be Rob against myself. And <laughs> one episode will say, uh or superpowers or superhero figures mm. and i will present my five talk about each one and he will present yes. his that's awesome Then we take them to random places around north america and get kids um that have signed up for the show to go into this room and they will go and out of the 10 figures they will pick the best three and really? whoever whoever's figures get picked, the, the the points go to that person. Wow, that's awesome! That is I like that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, dude. I'm gonna show up with my propeller beanie trying to pass <laughs> off. <laughs> I will just turn a blind eye. The beard might give you away, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm a. I have that werewolfism uh, disease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that because of COVID, I mean. We don't, uh, first of all, let's, let's just state the obvious, you know, and no parents are going to want their kids to go out and we don't want to endanger anybody. Right. So no, yeah, we have to wait until we get the all clear, which hopefully is coming up pretty soon. Um, and then there's, uh, we started, uh, maybe writing action figure adventure two uh, last night on the phone a little bit. So nice. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, that hasn't been greenlit yet because that kind of production takes a, a lot of, money yes so sure sure yeah we've got some great sponsors on board and we're just kind of taking that day by day but uh and then me personally i have my own show i'm starting my own podcast just a very casual one and then i have my youtube channel which i do youtube toy reviews every week as well awesome dude Dude. renaissance man uh i love (laughs) it not to be confused with the film of course uh no this is we all love danny devito (laughs) though sure that's true especially penguin joe pesci wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) um so this is all good stuff man and i can't wait to to follow this journey as you go forward because this is this is our wheelhouse man and i I know we're going to talk about it on our show as we come across things and uh you know i can't wait to 
to discover you know, through VPN or well, however we can get this content uh, <laughs> from America. <laughs> but when it's ready, um, you know, for the States, I can't wait to, to ingest it all, you know, and it should be good. You um, know, I really appreciate that guys. And it's, it sounds cliche, but uh, you know, we really wouldn't be able to do what we do without, you know, awesome dudes like you and the same with your show. Mm. If you didn't have wicked fans, right. I mean, you wouldn't be able to put on a show because no one would listen. So anytime you guys want me on here, I'll, I'll be there. Um, hopefully I can meet you guys in Ohio. We can stop and maybe hunt for some toys or games or yeah, something. Man. That would be yeah. cool too. I'm all about it, man. I got my little sweet spots here in Northeast Ohio. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, I guess one side note real quick, man, like you, you stopped through big fun on, on action figure adventure. And that's about two and a half hours South of where I live. And, um, you know, that's a fantastic store. We had two of those in Northeast Ohio in Cleveland, Ohio. We had two at one time, dude, they were on the East and West side of the town and, uh, they were just as beautiful as the one in Columbus. But, uh, I still make that trek down there, even though it's two and a half hours. Well, you get this, you get the the lifestyle, you know, I'll go down there once every other month and, say what's up and pick up something crazy. Um, so uh, no, big, good. big fun was, um, was so, it was just so cool. Every store we went to, it's really crazy. Like Nintendo quest to go into each store and see how each owner displays everything, how they set things up, how they categorize stuff. Uh, big fun has these beautiful giant glass cabinets, um, yeah. all organized by series. So it'll be like, this cabinet's all masters of the universe and it'll be like originals all the way down to 2002 and so on. Then Thundercats and then so on. It was really cool. And they have a huge star Wars section too, which I was a big fan. Yeah. You went on a very quiet day. <laughs> that's usually <laughs> crazy. Uh, that's a, that's like a sardine can of a shop. Uh, most days you can't barely move in there, man. So, well, uh, they, they kind of, they didn't clear it magic? out. They didn't clear it out for us, but, um, Normally we don't, but because it was so small, yeah. literally like yeah. um, Kai, who is our, she's our main camera operator. She couldn't get, you know, someone couldn't pass her. You know, the aisles are so tiny, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were shooting down, if they were, if I was walking forward and they were um, in front of me, that was kind of cool. That was fine. But yeah. kind of had to clear, like Rob had to kind of clear the, the alleyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, now, before we jet, Derek, do you have anything you want to throw in, man? I know I've kind of been uh, Bogart. Dude, you're cool. <laughs> um, really, there was one thing that it kept coming up during the show, but you never you never actually got yes. the toy. Um, but you said it was like one of your favorites. Why mask? <laughs> I fucking love masks. So I was like, oh. when you were saying that, I was like, oh, yep, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> mask is one of the greatest toy lines of all time. Um, oh my god thank you (laughs) mask is one of the most well-crafted toys if you take anything like thunderhawk or or especially like rhino rhino is just a beautiful Mm -hmm. toy real rubber tires that Mm -hmm. say goodyear on them yep absolutely out uh they transform uh the figures are they're small but they're articulated and Mm -hmm. uh cartoons cartoons good it doesn't hold up quite as well as some of the other ones but um it's good, and I wanted Thunderhawk. Obviously, we use Thunderhawk in the poster right? yeah. because that's one of my favorite vehicles. But again, would that be auction worthy? Is what I always ask myself. Like, what, oh no, it was super niche. It's <laughs> an obscure toy line, <laughs> right? I mean, Star Wars yeah. had just ended. Um, the Kenner run, so it was time to move on to something else. And uh, Mask was great because yeah. it was like Indiana Jones. Meets Transformers, meets G.I. Joe, meets James Bond, all rolled up into one, right? But not James Bond Jr., thank God. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Oh, well, I was hoping that was going to be the question you were going to ask, Derek. I was, that's, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that, that and your love for Hot Rod, I was like so happy. I was like, this is the best fucking show I've ever watched. <laughs> see, uh, my love for Hot Rod, see, <laughs> I love the 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 story of the unlikely hero which yes. is luke skywalker's story which is falcon's story from gi joe which is hot rod's story it's the the guy who's maybe a little bit hot-headed and you know he's like a little bit of a punk and uh, this guy can't be the leader he's just so impetuous um that he ends up becoming the greatest leader of all time right so 
And I love Breakfast Club, so Judd Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's true. Honestly, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a credible voice cast, by the way. Oh, oh dude, yeah. that that film is so fucking good. It's not yes. even funny, and the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's got Weird Al on it, right? Yeah, Dare yeah to be it's stupid. got everything. It's got man. Oh yeah, man, and uh, the, the Stan Bush <laughs> stuff is just crazy. Mm. Well, this is a great note to end on, man. Listen, I, I had a blast, Jay. I think, I think, dude, we would love to have you on, you know, in the future and and talk about any projects or you ever want to drop in and talk to uh, our wacky audience. Uh, we'd love to have you, man. And I know we can just go on and on. I, I would <laughs> love to hear. I would love to be a fly in the wall in a Derek and Jay conversation about Transformers. Now, I just got a little taste. So maybe we'll save that for the, for the next episode. Okay, so we got uh, Chris is the Star Wars guy. Derek's the Transformers guy. Dave is the comic expert. Got okay. it. Nailed yeah, it. pretty much. Nailed awesome. it. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to nail it like Jay, you can follow us at Noel Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can click that subscribe button if you enjoyed today's interview. I know I did. Uh, and, and really, this is awesome, dude. That when you ah, I got goosebumps man I, I just everything about this and you as a person you're you, you seem like the most genuine of dudes for this community and a great ambassador to oh, you know geez. us i mean really <laughs> uh, your your community <laughs> uh, and we appreciate it man so uh thank you jay for joining us where can they find you on social media if you want them to find you on social media oh yeah it's what i do um it's easy. I don't have any cool names. It's just Jay Bartlett. So uh, YouTube, cool, YouTube, Jay Bartlett, and uh, Facebook, Twitter. I, I get to everyone when I can. So if you guys want to chat, just send me a message. I, I do my best. Um, but I really appreciate all the support. And this show is fantastic. You guys are all really cool, very professional, and thanks, uh, just down to earth. I love it. So thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, man. Hell yeah, Jay. Thanks. And stay safe, dude. Stay safe in Canada. Uh, I tell all of our listeners here in America, good luck. That's how we end this show. Uh, but if you want to follow me and all my Star Wars toys, you can follow me at Finest Editions on Instagram. Dave and Derek, where can they find uh, you? When you're on the internet looking up Jay Bartlett, uh, make sure you're not looking up the weird uh, preacher or pastor that does exorcisms. because I, <laughs> I, The exorcist guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that. So, <laughs> so avoid that. But you can catch me on Twitter. I'm at, at David underscore V underscore Roth. Uh, you can catch me uh, typing in Jay Bar- our current Jay Bartlett's name to try to get him number one on that list so his name so he's the one that pops up <laughs> instead yes. of the weird creature. Yeah. You can find me at uh, Drake Dangerson one on Twitter. Yes, very well said. Uh, next time you listen to us, we're going to be recording live in the same room. It's going to be the first oh, yeah. time we've been in a room together in over a year, and I'm happy to report that Dave and Derek will be eating Skyline Chili oh, Dogs because ew. they lost Damn the Oscars it. challenge, and that's the price you pay. That's the price you pay. <laughs> Uh, Jay, this is just disgusting slop that they're going to throw on a hot dog. It's that just sounds great, be- man. Fun, fun oh, stuff. Foul. And it's going to stink up my house. So it is, I guess I lose too. But the, the audio will be fantastic. So hopefully you'll join us next episode. Thank you for listening. And good luck, America. You're going to need it. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. See ya.